Hello, welcome to another edition of Talking Sports and Fitness with Zeke. I'm Zeke, sometimes known as Mike Zielinski. I'm honored today, my guest is Cheryl Heckman, who is the owner-operator of the Manor Golf Club and also a fitness instructor. Welcome, Cheryl. Thank you, Zeke. It's great to be here. I appreciate you inviting me. Well, I think the Manor is really doing a, uh, since you've been taking over, I know you've been with the club for 20 years and you've been the owner-operator, the owner-operator for a couple years mm -hmm. now. Correct. Uh, you're really making a focus on making the game more uh, friendly, taking away some of the intimidation factor of golf, which can be intimidating. Uh, and also getting more women and children involved. And mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about it, all of the educational programs you have, because I think you have the most expansive one of all the golf courses in Berks County, correct? Yeah, I, I do. I appreciate that. I like to think that we do. Um, my passion, you know, coming to the game is I can remember trying to learn to play 30 years ago when I was in banking and how intimidated I was and how scared I was, you know, do I use the right locker room? Do I change my shoes in the parking lot? And <laughs> how do we get more people involved? So yeah. since being involved slowly over I time. I thought you were going to go into technical stuff, you know, which no, are it's, it's all, you can't even get to the technical stuff if yeah. you can't get past the intimidation factor. So yeah. my passion being involved at the Manor really has been trying to bring new golfers to the game. Um, women and children and new golfers of any age, male, female, anything. So, you know, we've developed some programs up there with the help of the National Golf Foundation and the PGA. Um, one of them that's very popular that I run probably 16 classes a year at Get Golf Ready in four days for $99. So. You don't need clubs, you don't need shoes, you don't need a collared shirt. You sign up for the class, we get you out there with a group of you know seven, eight other people on the golf pro and we make it fun. The whole idea is you have to laugh, you have to have fun, you have to feel comfortable. So that's our goal. So we try to get people going that way. I also do um, some programs for kids. We run um, a lot of kids camps as young as ages four to seven. And really? they're absolutely adorable. They don't think. They just swing and they're just so happy to hit the ball. It, it's pure joy. So that's very fun. And we also have the older ages, 8 to 15. We do a full week summer camp with them and we um, teach them not only golf skills, but we interweave fun activities like a water day and their highlights, a golf cart ride at the end oh, of that's camp really if clever. they follow all the etiquette. Yeah. So um, a lot of programs. The other one that I'm probably most proud of would be the First Tee program. Um, Manor Golf Club has hosted the First Tee now for four years. First Tees, for those of you who aren't aware, is a nationwide 501c3 not-for-profit that uses golf as the vehicle to help educate children in the areas of social-emotional skills in terms of oh, perseverance, nice. courtesy, respect, sportsmanship, honesty, and uses the game of golf to introduce some children of the game of golf who may not also otherwise have exposure. Um, every day for six weeks we have um, a busload of kids coming in from the Olivets in Reading and learning the game of golf. So it's been really neat for me to try to grow programs in different areas to get more people exposed to a game that they can play a lifetime. So and try to find that joy in it that I've you know found in it. So. Oh that's awesome. Now obviously you're a lady and uh, what's <laughs> Which is a rarity in the golfing business. I, I know it's growing, but it's a male-dominated industry. Uh, so how's that working for you? Yeah. Well, you know what? I have to say, I would probably say I'm pretty fortunate in that I did come into the industry in a time when there were more females slowly getting involved. I mean, I came out of a male-dominated industry, banking, right into another male-dominated industry. So I kind of already... Now, that's quite a leap <laughs> from banking to golf. Golf's a little bit more fun than banking, right? Yes, just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit more fun. But, you know, I do have to say, it's like I think any other position in any other industry as a female, you have to earn your respect, you have to earn 
um, people wanting to value your opinion by your knowledge and by what you do for them. So yes, it has taken time. Um, I still get the call in the pro shop when people call me and say, oh, I need to talk to somebody in the pro shop. Well, this is the pro shop. <laughs> but um, overall, I would have to say, um, because of the ingratiation of my members, my golfers, the community, um, you know, and to the four women who've been there before me and paved the way, it hasn't been as difficult as you might imagine. So I've, I've really been lucky in that aspect. Now, one of the things uh, besides, you know, trying to get more people into the game uh, with the younger kids, but you're trying to attract the millennials because, uh, tell us about the golf industry. Uh, the golf mm. industry has some challenges. Uh, you, know, who, you know, just like everything in the world changes. I mean, who would have thought that in Berks County 20, 30 years ago? There was bountiful golf courses. Mm -hmm. Everybody, you know, even though it took forever to play sometimes, you made the time to do it. But, right. uh, but now, for some reason, that's dwindling. Uh, mm -hmm. but why is that? Because, you know, I, we would play golf and we still had families and we still went to our kids' games and we still went to work, obviously. So what has changed that uh, the lack of people having time has mm -hmm. really hurt the golf industry. Yeah, that's definitely one of the biggest factors. And I, I use the analogy of, I think of my my uh, father, uh, former father-in-law, Buddy Heckman, who was a PGA pro, you know. You know, Buddy Heckman lived in the same block as me. Oh, did he ago. really? Yeah, oh, Lincoln wow. Park, back yeah. in the day. the old Lincoln Park stories, yeah. yeah. So the cool thing was, I remember when he ran the golf course, what you would get is, you know, you'd call your buddies up and there would be four of you or eight of you. You'd make your tee time two weeks in advance. You'd all pile into the same car. Right. You'd show up on the golf course Saturday and Sunday morning, play your five-hour round of golf, hang out, play cards, have some beverages and snacks. It would be a day. Flip to today, okay? You um, you go on Golf Now or you go on a Tea Time app. Oh, I want to play. Here's something this afternoon. You try to scramble, text all your friends. Can you show up? You show up at the golf course without a Tea Time or as a walk on um, and try to get a Tea Time that way. So it's and then you're like, okay, I'm in. I'm out now. I have to go right home because I have to take you know Betsy or Johnny or Joey to his yeah, practice. Yeah. So it's changed a lot. I think you hit the nail on the head, Zeke, when you said time. People are really like, wow, five hours, that's a big chunk of time. Um, so the industry has really responded by trying to promote playing nine, you know, come out to the driving range. Well, I was going to ask you nine. that because yeah. a lot of times, especially like if you didn't have a whole lot of time before it got dark, mm -hmm. you were just playing nine anyway. You know? Right. Yes, I agree. Nine is a great way, especially for people with busy lives. You know, two hours, you can basically be in and out. You can get all the health benefits of golf in that time. You can get the socialization. And you talked about the millennials and the changing times. You know, it's very different. You have to make drop-in times available. You have to make it accessible. You have to have specials that add value in terms of food and beverages. We're no longer just a golf course. We really have to be an entertainment venue, especially for oh, these millennials. Oh, that's interesting. You know, we really do. I so didn't we really have, think of that. Yeah. yeah, we do. Like, we had our kickoff event this year. We had a huge inflatable golfzilla that they could, you know, <laughs> hit golf balls at. And, and, you know, the ones who were the most jealous were the adults. As a matter of fact, we're going to have an adult event because the adults really wanted to hit the <laughs> golf balls at Golf Still and have games. But we do like a chip, dip, and sip event. You have to, the millennials love that. We saw a lot of younger people come out for that because we partnered with a local brewery. They can get a chipping lesson. They can sample chips and dips and different craft beers. So really, it's, it's changed. So to meet those millennials, you have to, number one, be instantly accessible with technology. Number two, get the time right. And number three, provide entertainment value and loosen those golf rigid standards of the collared shirts and no music and carts and no fivesomes. You have to be much more flexible. Wow. The, the, the world has changed. Now, who comes up with all these clever ideas? Is that you? 
well and doing with, all the technical with stuff with a little too? bit of help yeah, yeah. yeah it's a lot it's wow. a lot to keep track of and i think that's the thing the golf course owners you know 20 years ago you didn't have to advertise. You didn't have to do all these things. Yeah, people just showed up. Yeah. People just showed up. Today, you have to be proactive. You have to engage your golfers on social media via Twitter, via Facebook. You have to come up with unique ideas, some of which I've come up on my own and some of which I have to be honest. I'm very well connected to the National Golf Course Owners Association. We have a nice group and we share ideas and we're all trying to help each other stay afloat and come up with unique creative things to do. The National Golf Foundation, the PGA, they're all there trying to boost us up with their efforts as well, so. Tell, you know, I, I want to get into your training. We just have a few minutes left, but mm -hmm. uh, as a transition to that, uh, the health benefits of mm, golf, you know, and yes. people don't always think about that. Uh, and it's interesting how golf has changed over the years. Uh, Back in the day, there was the walrus, Craig uh, Sadler. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. There was fat Billy Casper. <laughs> and then the PGA, I guess it was Thursday night. All these young, fit guys, and they all look like they could play cornerback in the NFL. They're, to beat the darkness, they're sprinting. And I, I, I thought about it. I could see Craig w Sadler doing that, and yeah. no, no way, you know? No. And so there are a lot of golf, you know, besides the walking. Mm -hmm, uh, tell mm -hmm. me about it. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head, and that's exactly what you've brought up is what the industry is really working to promote the game of golf with the health benefits. There's you know a variety of health benefits, but number one, you know, you said cardiovascular, the walking. You know, the average female can burn 1,500 calories by walking um, 18 holes. A male can burn 2,000 calories. And if you suck. You're walking yeah, more, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> you're walking more and you're swinging more. You get that little cardio boost That's by right. swinging the club a so few more a, times. So don't feel like you have to shoot far. No, right? you yeah. don't. And the <laughs> other thing is just that you know everybody's focused on um, awareness and presence in the moment and mental health benefits and totally golf. The people that come to me and say, wow, I'm addicted to this game and it's not because I'm good at it, it's because what it provides my mind and my body and my soul when I'm out there on the golf course. You know, a, a good friend of mine, Pam Gockley, said to me a great quote. She said, there's no negotiating with that little white ball. It is what it is, you know, and you have to focus on it at the moment. Well, she's and a business person. She's yeah. a business person, so yeah. she totally is thinking that realm. But the other yeah. thing is the most important one that they've really touted is the Swedish study where the average, on average, golfers live five years longer than non-golfers. And if you'd ever come up to the manor on a Tuesday and Thursday, we're the true testament of that. I have many golfers walking that course in their mid-80s. And matter of fact, I said one who just had his second hole in one in a week last That's week amazing. at 84. Wow. So a lot of health benefits, both mental and physical. So we really want to make people aware of that. And it's a family sport. You don't drop your child off at practice and watch them burn, you know, 3,000 yeah. calories. That's, that's an excellent point. That's yeah. an excellent point. Uh, we just have, like I said, just a few minutes left. But tell us about, you are an instructor, body pump and body step programs at mm -hmm. the Colonial Fitness Center. Tell us a little bit about those programs. Yeah, there's some great programs at the gym, if you're a golfer or even a non-golfer, that kind of can enhance your um, fitness ability when it comes to golf. Obviously, one of the most important areas of golf would be core fitness and flexibility. By core, we mean yeah. abdominal region, back region, kind of trunk region. Um, you know, lifting weights, body pump is a fitness class, structured, wonderful class where we're um, lifting weights for an hour. Every single body part is covered, one whole track of music covered to one song. 
body stuff is a great cardio enhancement. So I teach both of those classes, so I try to keep my own fitness level up as an example. Then I also do, especially with my younger golfers and clinics, a lot of um, good stretching and flexibility for golf. And I've partnered with some of the local yoga places, do yoga, golf, and things like that. But you know, those two things can go hand in hand. You keep yourself fit and also improve your golf And that's game important that. for a golfer too, because uh, one part of the body it's not friendly to is back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that would help prevent oh. some back injuries? Absolutely. With yeah. today's swings, if you watch those young guys swing yeah. and the amount of torque they get in their back, you know, you're right. Core and also spine stabilization is like the industry buzz, doing specific exercises to promote st spine stabilization and balance so that you do protect your back because you're right, that's the common in injury. Well, Tiger Woods, like, yep. now Rory yep. McElroy's having yep. some Bill's issues. had some back issues. So There's they should have taken your class. Yeah. They should have showed up. I would have been happy to have yeah. them. I would have worked them hard. <laughs> So between your training and running the golf course, how yeah. often do you play golf? You know what? I've made a commitment this year myself, and I actually play probably uh, once for sure, maybe twice a week. Last week, I actually got two 18-hole rounds in and one nine holes. And the reality is that is the key to getting better. You know, you can take the lessons. You can have a good time. And the thing I've personally learned, I think other golfers would agree, is the more you play, the better you play, the better you play, the more fun you feel like you're having. Yeah. So, I mean, there's no doubt any level can have fun, especially in a scramble type format, but it's been really nice that I can connect with my customers actually out on the course now. So I, yes, I'm actually getting a little personal yeah. time doing that and enjoying it very much. Well, good for you. And that's remarkable considering it rains a lot this yeah. year. <laughs> but anyway, Ch Ch Cheryl Heckman, owner operator of Manor Golf Club, Check them out uh, on, their, on their website, and uh, it's a great place to play golf, and we really appreciate you being here. And for now, this is Zeke saying goodbye. Don't forget to subscribe to the People Chronicles channel on YouTube, and like us on Facebook. These community stories are made possible in part by BCTV, Susie Ray Design, Queen City Family Restaurant, Lamar Advertising, Heidelberg Family Restaurant, Reading Air, Lions and Hole, Peanut Bar, and Kutztown University.